college basketball tournaments are back, and so are brackets. Get comfy on your couch, turn off that Zoom camera, and sign up for your men's and women's USA Today sports bracket. Register at brackets.usatoday.com. Here we go. It's another big week in the NFL for the Chicago Bears. This is the Bears Wire podcast powered by USA Today Sports. Now your host, Ryan O'Leary and Bears Wire editor, Alyssa Barbieri. Hi, Ryan. Uh, Do you have a plan you feel is going to get you a starting quarterback? Yeah. Uh, hey, Brad, really right now for us, everything's on the table in regard to the quarterback situation. And and honestly, that includes players on our current roster. That includes free agency, uh, trade, uh, the draft and, and a combination of all those. So uh, we have a, we have a plan in place and now it's about uh, executing that plan. Well, there's Bears general manager Ryan Pace talking about how everything's on the table, Alyssa, how the Bears have a plan at quarterback, but. Now it's kind of hard to see. That plan's unraveling, right? They, the plan was originally to do anything they could to get Russell Wilson. That was the last couple weeks. It sounds like that is probably not going to happen. I know there's reports. It, that report changes every other day. But I guess the worst sign is that the Bears have signed Andy Dalton to a one-year deal up to uh, as much as $13 million in, with incentives in 2021. you got to think that's at least to either be the starting quarterback or compete to be the starting quarterback of the Bears how are you doing with this? How is Bears Nation feeling about Andy Dalton signing with Chicago? Well, I mean, probably about as well as you'd expect, uh, especially considering over the last few weeks, it's been pretty fun as a Bears fan, just kind of speculating and imagining, oh my goodness, what if Russell Wilson did, did come here? Even though, you know, it was still a pipe dream at that point and there wasn't any solid proof, but it was heating up and like the more they talked about it, the more I think that we allowed ourselves to believe it. And so you're like, okay, so they have a plan, right? Like they're not just going to settle and do what they did last year and bringing in Nick Foles. And then we get Andy Dalton and it was just kind of like a kick in the gut. It just, it, it, it was, it's a horrible feeling even 24 hours later. And I remember Ryan, we were going to uh, record this podcast uh, the day before this happened. So on Tuesday, right. And we would have missed the Dalton news. And I'm like, let's let's hold off just in case something happens. And we were joking about Andy Dalton landing here. And now it's reality. And it's just, it's a very sad reality considering listening to Ryan Pace and, you know, having a plan at quarterback, you know, you know, they were going to be able to, they were going to do whatever it took uh, to fix the quarterback problem. And you go with Andy Dalton and it's just really not uh, the solution that Bears fans were hoping for. So, I mean, if you were online yesterday when the news broke, it was pretty bad, and it's kind of bad when you have other fan bases with similar histories like the Cleveland Browns kind of, you know, saying, oh, my gosh, what happened? Why why did your team do that? And that's just – that's kind of like the lowest of the low. Yeah, that's not good. That's not good at all. And I guess the question now is, is the Russell Wilson dream officially over, and are we on to the Dalton-Nick Foles era? Is that where we're at? Now, according to Dan Patrick, Chicago offered Seattle – This is crazy. And apparently the two GMs from Seattle and Chicago both met Alyssa, right? So Mm -hmm. Dan Patrick says that the Bears and Ryan Pace offered Seattle three first-round picks, a third-round pick, 
and two starters for Russell Wilson. And if the two GMs met in person, and if that was the deal Ryan Pays really put on the table, that tells me that Seattle was really never seriously considering trading him because that's a hell of an offer. And we don't know who those two starters were, but you, you can use your imagination. Probably two good players. So for three first-round picks, a third-round pick, two starters, and Seattle's still not doing it, it probably means that it was never going to happen. Now, this is why two weeks ago, Alyssa, I said I didn't want to go here. I don't want to go to the Russell Wilson story. I know <laughs> we're going to just get ourselves excited for something and get let down. And it feels like that's what's happening. I, but I guess right before we started recording, Adam Schefter had a report that it's still not dead. So uh, this is like, this is not healthy for Bears fans to keep, like, th- this Russell Wilson thing. I feel like we just need to put it aside. But it doesn't want to die, right? It feels like it's dead, but I guess it still has a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of just like leave Bears fans alone. Like we've gone through enough <laughs> yes. over the last 24 hours. But, you know, and I think that we were willing to like move on. And then all of a sudden, like Adam Schefter is like, oh, wait, you know, don't rule out a trade just yet. You know, wait till you maybe closer to the draft. And that's when you might be able to see the Seahawks might decide to make a move. But again, that kind of hinges on his replacement who are they going to bring in to replace russell wilson because one of the things was pete carroll doesn't want to rebuild and why are you going to trade a you know arguably top five franchise quarterback right now if you're if you're not looking to rebuild right so they i think the problem with seattle because that was a lot that the bears were offering that would probably i mean i don't know offhand but probably one of the biggest just hauls a team would have gotten for a player uh, that I can remember. And the fact that they turned that down, like you said, it, they're not ready to trade him. I think that it hinges on who's going to replace, who would replace Wilson if they were to give him up. And uh, I know that the New York Daily News had a report that, you know, Pete Carroll was interested in Sam Darnold or, you know, he admired him. And so maybe that's something that could come to fruition. And then also, you know, Pete Carroll and the Seahawks, they liked Andy Dalton kind of coming out of college. So maybe the Bears you know, sign Dalton in order to use him as a trade piece. And now, Ryan, I'm kind of going a little crazy because mm-hmm. I just can't give it up because, like, you I don't said, blame you. You're a Bears fan. How, how can you not? How can you not? I can't, like, it's hard for me to accept just a future with Andy Dalton as the starting quarterback. I mean, obviously, I don't, I don't think it's an upgrade over Trubisky from last year. So it's kind of like, would you rather have Trubisky at this point than Dalton? Though, obviously, that goes back to the, the point where, you know, Trubisky's not coming back here. He was never going to. The both sides kind of needed to part ways. But you did not make your team better, which is exactly why a lot of people are really upset with the move. Especially, I know that they tried, right? And that's I think that's why they released the, the trade compensation, right? Like what they were going to give up for Wilson. Uh, yeah, they want the fan base to yeah. know that they gave it their all. Absolutely. Yeah, but but this isn't like, you know, I don't care that you just tried. Go and do something. I'm tired of kind of like this, like this oh, you know, we tried. We didn't get it. But I, I don't care. Go ahead and go out and make a move happen. Because I think everything's just finally coming back to bite Ryan Pace in the ass. Everything that has happened with the quarterback position over the last few years, you know, dating back to – you know, trading up to draft Trubisky and then signing Mike Glennon and, you know, <laughs> trading for Nick Foles. And now with Andy Dalton, it's just, it just been an absolute mess of a situation that's finally catching up to him. And, you know, this was supposed to be the year where they need to make a splash at quarterback because they they know, you know, their jobs are on the line. And I just have a hard time. I, I don't feel like this is over. Not maybe necessarily the Russell Wilson trade talk, but the quarterback position. I know you were saying you expect Andy Dalton to be the starter. I mean, maybe to start the year, but I'm not convinced that's going to be what's going to happen the entire season. I think 
if anything, this is showing that they're going to do something in the draft. I know some people are like, oh, no, they went out and signed Dalton because and that's kind of reason to believe that they're not going to go up and trade or not going to go and trade up to get a top prospect. But this is a general manager and a head coach who they're not promised beyond this year. They need to do something. And if they go out and draft one of these top tier quarterbacks or even just draft a quarterback high, then that could buy them some time to kind of see him through as well. So I mean, I just have a hard time believing that that the quarterback, you know, just kind of controversy in Chicago is over. I mean, it's been swirling for decades and it's, it's, it's not going to stop anytime soon. Oh, just, it's just so painful. I feel for bears fans so much today. It's just like another season of like, you're saying back and forth, two different guys, this guy's going to be the starter this week. And then maybe it'll be this guy. Now there's an injury. We'll go back to the, I mean, that, that is just like, <laughs> I, I can't, I can't wish that upon bears fans or my worst enemy. It's just so painful. It's it's tough. It's like you like you tweeted. The uh, fan base deserves better, and obviously the team has been making moves. Everybody had to get under the cap as we hit this new league year, and the Bears restructured some contracts: Khalil Mack, Eddie Jackson, Cody Whitehair. So they convert those into signing bonuses, and you know get under the cap and, and do that thing, manipulate the number as we're seeing teams across the league doing. You know, especially the New Orleans Saints. Everyone's manipulating their cap numbers to get under. But what do those restructures mean for the Russell Wilson story? Now, are those players like Khalil Mack, who you think would be the centerpiece of a trade, are those guys now off the table? I want to get Alyssa's opinion on that. We'll do it coming up next. So Alyssa, as we were talking about, Khalil Mack gets restructured along with Eddie Jackson. And you have to wonder now, so when players get restructured, that raises their cap hits in future years. So max cap hit will be north of $30 million in 2022, $28.6 million in 2023. And to trade Wilson, Seattle would have to eat $39 million in dead money, if, if I'm not wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong there. Just to move on from them, they're eating dead money. And then they would have to actually take on dead money from a player like Khalil Mack if he was involved in the trade. So these guys are kind of off the table in any type of Russell Wilson move. I feel like that is further proof that this deal is not going to get done this offseason. Even though Adam Schefter is trying to keep the window open, I feel like these restructures of key players, and especially Mac, I thought if the Bears are going to create this big, unbelievable monster package together and send it to Seattle, that Khalil Mack might be the centerpiece. Well, now I feel like Mack's off the table. Do you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. I think from the moment that they restructured, or I know Brad Biggs kind of reported uh, how Mac had, the Bears had restructured his contract, and there's just no way that he was going to be in. You don't trade him after you do that, because then the Bears are going to be held accountable for that dead money as well. So, I mean, I, I don't think Mac was one of those two players that were potentially on the table. I mean, I think someone like maybe Akeem Hicks and maybe like uh, if you want to look at maybe a Roquan Smith or like a Kyle Fuller, who Kyle Fuller is also someone to keep an eye on. I know that, you know, as we record this, it's the start of the new league year uh, and nothing has happened yet. But I know Brad Biggs was talking about uh, the Bears possibly moving on from Kyle Fuller, which would also free up cap space. But then again, you know, you kind of that kind of goes back to the Andy Dalton of it all. Like you just you're paying Andy Dalton $10 million dollars you wouldn't have had you wouldn't have to even consider kind of getting rid of fuller i mean if you're not going to extend him which would also lower the cap hit you wouldn't have to consider that if you just didn't sign dalton to 10 million dollars so it's just like you know the salary cap was it's a mess i know that as we record this it's the new league year so the bears found a way to get under uh the salary cap so i guess we'll see exactly what other moves they did they have restructured contracts you know i know they released buster screen and bobby massey 
uh, and they're starting to announce some of these things. So I guess we'll see what else the Bears have done uh, in order to free up cap space. But yeah, I, I knew from the moment that they announced Max restructure that they he was not going to be uh, part of that trade package to Seattle. Well, they had some defensive line depth by re-signing Mario Edwards. But if we go back to your seven free agent predictions, you, you've now hit on four of them, Alyssa. They did resign. <laughs> they resigned your kicker, Cairo Santos. So we got that one. Uh, and then they moved on from Roy Robertson Harris, which seemed like a little bit of a fan favorite. But he he's moved on as well. And the Bears could receive a comp pick for him right in the fifth round area. So that's that could end up working out. Just well, well, uh-oh, well, 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 here's the thing, though. Breaking news, I know. That? So the Bears would have earned probably like a fifth, maybe sixth round pick comp pick for Robertson Harris. Uh, but then signing Andy Dalton cancels that out. Oh, so now okay. they've lost a fifth. Now they've lost a compensatory pick. Because they sang Dalton, just because you need another reason to be upset about it. There you go. Oh, God. Pile it on. More reasons to hate the Andy Dalton signing. Okay, so I take that back. You're not going to receive a fifth round comp pick in 2022 for Roy Robertson Ayers. Trubisky signing with a new team obviously is going to happen now. Uh, I mean, there's no reason, there's no way Mitchell Trubisky's back. So I got to give you the check mark there. How you feeling about the rest? Uh, you still feel like the Bears are going to move on from Jimmy Graham, or is he going to stay on the roster? And it seems like Corderell Patterson everybody's favorite is uh, ready to see where he's playing next year. I saw his tweet where he had a bunch of dancing emojis. Uh, so it's looking like he's ready to see where he's headed. You know, maybe, maybe the Broncos would be a team for him. Maybe the giants I'm, I'm hearing, but it doesn't feel like he'll be back with the bears either. Yeah, no, with the Jimmy Graham, I was just kind of holding on to like the belief that maybe the bears were using him to lure, you know, Russell Wilson here. But if this is really kind of dead, like the trade, then perhaps you'll see the Bears cut him, um, you know, just to free up cap space. Um, I, I still, I think that that's something that's going to ha- have to need to happen for them. Uh, but uh, with Cordell or Patterson, I mean, you know, he hasn't signed anywhere yet. I know the Bears did wish him happy birthday today. And I'm kind <laughs> of Ooh, like, why don't you announce that. a contract? Right. And now it's a contract extension. Maybe does that does this birthday wish come with a contract extension? Then a Bears fans would certainly like to know. And again, it, it goes back to, you know, you look at where the Bears are putting money in. And then you look at someone like Allen Robinson, which I feel more than ever, uh, even as a Bears fan, I love Allen. He needs to get away from this franchise. <laughs> I would demand to not play. It's just an absolute mess. Can you imagine the best quarterback he's ever played with will be Andy Dalton? And it's just kind of like it's unfair to this guy. He is so talented. And we, I feel like we haven't even seen the peak of that because he hasn't had good quarterback play around him. But, I mean, you look at, like, where they're putting their money into Andy Dalton and you could, you know, you're not paying Allen Robinson or, Cord- or Cordero Patterson and – I mean, I'm still kind of confident on my picks to kind of get back to your question that I think that, you know, I mean, I could, the only way I could see Patterson coming back is if it's a, you know, if they sign him to, you know, a team-friendly deal where they, if they sign him to a two-year extension, they can kind of spread the cap hit out over a couple of years. Uh, but that would probably be the only way to, I'd see him coming back. We'll see what happens with Jimmy Graham. Uh, but I'm still kind of feeling confident about my picks. Yeah, they're pretty good. I got to give you credit there. And I think the reason why I keep bringing that up is because it's been a little bit of a predictable offseason for the Bears, right? They're, mm-hmm. I guess, maybe all too predictable. Like, I, I, we should have known that they trash and burn at the quarterback spot and that this would be the best they could come up with is Andy Dalton. Unfortunately, in some regards, it's been a predictable offseason so far. I, and I guess that's why I keep pointing that out because bang, 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 you keep hitting on all these predictions. And it's because we can kind of see what Ryan Pace is going to do a mile away. 
I was just hoping to be surprised to listen this offseason, but it, I just I don't feel like he's going to surprise us. No, and I feel like from the moment, you know, we saw that just mess of a press conference, you know, uh, at the start of the year, it, it just kind of set the tone for like every offseason Bears fans have had where it's just kind of the, you know, acceptance of mediocrity and how, oh, you know, we're going to promise things and we're going to say things but not actually do anything. And I think that that's why it was exciting and a little surprising that these Russell Wilson rumors kind of took off. And I think that's why it was easy for Bears fans, including myself, to want to just kind of, you know, hope that maybe it'll happen while even in the back of your mind knowing it's not going to happen. Because honestly, that's been the most exciting part of this of this offseason so far. And it might end up being the most exciting part of the season if, you know, things play out the way that they're going to. So, I mean, it was very exciting to kind of just pretend for a moment that maybe this franchise would be functionable. But I mean, at this point, I think when they decided to bring back Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy, they were, you know, George McCaskey was just kind of putting off the inevitable. I mean, you could have just cleaned house and decided to move on. And now I think that this could be a pretty rough season for the bears, especially considering the schedule that they have, which is among, I think like the fourth most difficult in the league. I mean, it's better than possibly finishing around. I know it won't be eight and eight because we have the extra game this year, but like eight and nine or nine and eight, and having that you know twentieth draft pick, draft pick and not being able to get a quarterback. For, uh, so maybe it's best if the Bears finish you know three and fourteen or whatever it's going to be, and you know they're able to clean house, then bring in a new regime, draft your quarterback from the get go, and just kind of rebuild because it just feels like we're in a loop from last year, except for somehow it feels like it's gotten worse. Yeah, I was it's just kind of it's crazy. Maybe it's a year too late. That's what I was going to say. You know, maybe it's a year too late. But all right. Well, that those are our positive <laughs> thoughts on the Bears. Uh, I want to leave it here. Uh, I saw on Twitter, Alyssa, that you joined the staff at For the Win. So you're a sports and pop culture writer for For the Win. Now you're, you're joining that team. I think it's all connected within the USA Today sports family. Right. So I just wanted to give you a little shout Absolutely. out. Congratulate you. You're very talented. Uh, tell, me, tell me about that a little bit. Yeah, it's been fun. Um, I get to kind of branch out from just doing bear stuff. I get to do sports, uh, a little pop culture, entertainment. Uh, so it's pretty fun, you know, cause, I mean, especially considering how this Bears offseason is now kind of taking a turn. It'll be nice to kind of get away from just being all Bears. I need a little break sometimes, it feels like. But no, it's been great. I mean, the staff over there, they're amazing. You know, uh, it, it's been really fun so far. You know, it just started, but... You know, it, I, I'm really excited for this. I mean, it'll be nice, especially, you know, with everything happening with the Bears. You know, it'll be nice to kind of, you know, branch out to more sports and to different teams because, you know, I certainly have a lot of opinions about that. And I love my pop culture. It's definitely a good escape. Yes, I saw your first post was about The Bachelor. So I got a good talk oh, yes. about that. That was pretty good. <laughs> awesome. Good stuff as always. We'll be back to tackle whatever the Bears screw up next, next week. Join us then. <laughs> This USA Today Sports Podcast has been presented by USA Today's Sports Media Group and is available in your favorite podcast store. Make sure to subscribe for weekly updates, the latest fantasy picks from Corey Bonini, and the Huddle Podcast, Inside the Weekly Line, with Sportsbook Wire's Jeff Clark and Eston McLaren, and the Bet Slippin' Podcast. We'll see you again next week.